Welcome to Total Life Fitness, and I'm your host, Luke Briggs. On this show, we understand it's more than just fitness, it's your life. We'll share strategies to help you lose weight, gain muscle, build confidence, and live your best life. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe, give us a five-star rating and review, and share it with a friend. Now, let's get on to the show. Hey, what is going on, everyone? So a couple of weeks ago, we were super fortunate and blessed to welcome our third child into the world, our son, and we're super blessed. What I want to talk about today is how I've adapted my routines to having three kids under five now and how I've been able to maintain good health and good routines. And for those who don't know who I am, my name is Luke Briggs. I'm the owner of the Total Life Fitness Academy. We specialize in helping parents and busy professionals lose body fat, build muscle, and have more energy. I've been a coach for about 11 years, and we've worked with nearly 3,000 clients. So in the last couple of weeks, we've obviously had a lot of changes to our life in a very good way. And as someone who myself is very used to routine and structure, I've obviously had to adapt and adjust quite a bit, and I'm still figuring it out as we go. I just want to talk about like how I've personally adapted to um, new challenges, in, in, again, in a good way. And I just want to go through like how I've kind of changed my nutrition, how I've changed my workouts, how I've changed kind of my lifestyle to make sure that I'm still getting in everything. So again, I just want to preface this by saying this is just what works for me in my specific situation. You know, take from it what you may, but I just want to share what I'm personally doing. So first of all, for me, it's all about priorities. And I see people all the time who have like a million things they're trying to do at once. And I want to be really good at a couple of things. I would rather be really good at a couple of things than average at like a million things. So for me, I have my priorities in life. And I got this from a mentor of mine who I read this book uh, about three years ago, Changemaker by Dr. John Berardi, who's the, the founder of a nutrition company that I follow. And he talked about how he has really managed to simplify his life by only having a, really three priorities. And he listed off his three priorities as being his family, his business, and his personal health routines. And I said, that's exactly what I want to be my three priorities as well. So it made me realize that anything else that's reoccurring in nature that's asked of me right now in this season of life is going to be a no. Because those are the three things that I want to optimize for in my life. So, you know, whenever I'm asked to be in a book club or anything that's like weekly or, you know, reoccurring, like it's a no for now. Like if I'm asked to be in more fantasy sports leagues, you know, friends are having like a, a night out every single week, like. Not that I don't ever like doing any of these things, or maybe can do them every once in a while, but doing them every week, how is that going to help me with any of those other goals? How is that going to help me um, improve my health? How is that going to help me spend more time with my family? How is that going to help me grow my business? It's not. So that's how I think of things as I have my main priorities and I want to really optimize these. And these are the things that are really important to me. So, you know, we have other things going on, like, you know, my son is in soccer and a couple other activities and um, you know, we are constantly transporting kids back and forth to things. So, you know, just like anyone else, we, we have other things we're doing. So for me, it starts with the priorities of knowing and understanding what is actually important to me in my life. And when I really establish what is actually important to me in my life, what I need to do becomes a lot clearer. Cause I'm not trying to like learn a musical instrument or play golf multiple times a week or do all these other things. 
or be involved in, you know, all these volunteer activities. I'm not saying none of those things are good or you can ever do them. I'm just saying the more things that you pile on your plate, the harder it's going to be to focus on yourself. So to me, I've always, how I establish my mindset is there's not a right time. Like, I think I used to, you know, many years ago, always think like, ah, you know, I'm just too busy right now. Like, I'll get started when. I'll get started when it's less busy. When it's, you know, when I have more time, right? When I don't have X, Y, Z going on. And I realized that it's all just a fallacy because life never gets less busy. You get out of it what you put into it. And you get out of it what you focus on. Like the things that you focus on the most are the things that you're going to get the most out of. So to me, there are really only a couple of things I really, truly care about, which I already listed, which are family, business, and my personal health routines. Those are the things that I want to optimize for. So it's also coming up with the mindset that I will do what it takes. I'm not just going to try and hope that I'll hit my macros, that I'll do my workouts, whatever it is. I will do what it takes. So for example, uh, when we were in the hospital having our son, I actually prepackaged and brought all of my food in a cooler and then asked the hospital staff to put that prepackaged food or pre-containered food in a fridge that they actually brought into the room. And then I was still able to hit my macros even on the day my son was born. Um, and obviously, if you're a woman, I get it right. You're not going to be able to do this. But just as an this is just an example of saying, like, I could have just said, hey, you know, my child's going to be born for the next week. I can't do anything. I'm just going to have to eat whatever and throw my hands up in the air. But no, I said, this is what I'm committed to. I just need to plan and prepare a little bit more. And, you know, I didn't get lazy and just say like, oh, you know, I'm going to be too busy. I can't do this. Uh, oh, but there's not going to be a refrigerator there. I don't know. Maybe there will be, maybe there won't. I just asked and I made it happen. Right. So the mindset of you will do what it takes to be successful is super important. Like if you're just always quote unquote, trying your best, if I'm just like constantly trying, like trying is a built-in excuse for when you don't do it, right? Because you said, oh, well, I tried. I don't want to just try. I want to commit to something. So for me, this is very important. So I'm committing to it and doing what it takes to be successful. The next thing is having, right along those lines, is having the discipline. So for example, even though um, I've definitely been getting less sleep, you know, I would say probably been averaging five to six hours a night for a couple of weeks now. Uh, sleeping a little bit more on Sunday mornings. I've realized that, you know, no one's going to do the work for me. Like, I can't just have a pity party and say like, oh, well, you know, we have a newborn. I can't do this, right? I'm still focused on what I need to do. I still get up at 5 a.m. Uh, every day during the week. And trust me, uh, the last couple mornings, I've been like, oh, man, the last thing I want to do is get up. I was up, you know, with him multiple times in the middle of the night feeding him for, you know, like at least a half hour. Uh, but I said, hey, this is what I need to do right now. So I personally think, and I know some people are going to disagree with this, but I think that it's a mental thing. Like if you think you need sleep, you're going to need more of it, right? Like I think so many people think like, oh, well, if I don't get eight hours of sleep, that's really bad. Like I haven't noticed my productivity drop at all. And I haven't felt like, oh, I have no energy. It is my belief, and this is why I've never had a cup of coffee in my life. If you think you need something in order to have energy, 
you're going to, if you don't have that thing, you're going to think that you're low energy. I don't ever want to have to rely on something to give me energy because I can create my own energy. I was literally just listening to a podcast of a mentor of mine. Um, so he was in, in prison for 10 years. Um, he's obviously turned his life around since. And he wakes up every single morning at 2.45 a.m., seven days a week, and he has for like 10 years. And then the the host of the podcast asked him, he's like, well, if you get up at 2.45, what time are you going to bed? He's like, oh, usually about 10.30. So he's getting like four or five hours a night, every night for 10 years. And he's one of the most energetic people I've ever seen. Now, am I recommending that? No, not necessarily. What I'm saying is he has the belief that he doesn't need as much sleep to give himself energy, right? Like that's just a micro example of if you believe something, if you believe, hey, I need eight hours of sleep, otherwise I'm worthless, then it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Now, do I recommend for most people at least six and a half, seven hours of sleep per night? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there are many health benefits associated with it. But it's the same thing. Like if you think, oh, well, I only got five hours of sleep last night. I can't do anything today. I can't work out. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm going to be useless. Then you are going to thus put that energy out into the world that you are low energy. So I don't think like, oh, I'm, I've been getting less sleep. Therefore, I can't be as productive. I'm still able to be just as productive because I have the mindset that, again, I will do what it takes. And I'm going to still practice the daily disciplines that I need to do. So the question is, how do you build discipline? And it, in my opinion, the definition of discipline is acting based on your commitments, not based on your feelings in the moment. Acting based on your commitments, not based on your feelings in the moment. So for example, like I said, this morning, I did not feel like getting up at 5 a.m., but I did anyways, because that's just who I am. That's a part of me. And I've practiced doing that over and over again and not negotiating with myself you know, every time I wake up. Like I, This is coming from someone who literally used to hit snooze three times a morning, drive my wife insane because the alarm would be going off for like 20 minutes. And I just wasted 20 minutes. So I could have just gotten up and gotten going. Like for me, getting up in the mornings used to be such a challenge because I believed it was a challenge. Once I just committed and made it work, now it's no issue. It's just a part of who I am and what I do. And then I'm still willing to be adaptable and adjustable. So like, for example, um, typically I'll feed our son at like 4.30 or 5 as like the last feeding kind of before I get up. But this morning he had been fed at like, you know, three something. So he wasn't going to wake up at five. So normally what I do is I'll like feed him at five and then I'll just go work out right away from like, you know, 5.30 to 6.30. And then I get my son up and then daughter up and then get them going for the day. But actually what happened this morning was I, because I wanted to, you know, let my wife sleep in a little bit. Um, and I wanted to go get him if he if he woke up our baby or our newborn, I decided to just do a little bit of work instead of work out. And then what I did was I shifted my workout to a little bit later, but I still got it done earlier in the day. So even though the schedule is like constantly changing and fluid because it's not predictable always when you have a newborn, uh, I still made it work and still made it happen. So you have to have like a plan A and then like a plan B. So if you have no plan B for when you can do your workout, then you know, 
well, you're not going to get it done. So I was able to be moldable and adaptable. Another thing that I do is I automate my nutrition. So how do I automate my nutrition? The first thing that I do is I eat the same thing or virtually the same thing like every single day. Like I can literally tell you like right now what I eat every single day. So obviously my macros, my portions are going to be a little bit different than yours. But like, for example, this morning I had one of my meal delivery service meals. I had rice pilaf and I had a protein shake, a scoop of protein powder mixed with water and then shook it up in a blender and had it. And then for lunch, I'm going to have 510 grams of Greek yogurt, mix it in with a crystal light packet and then have three tablespoons of, uh, it's going to be 48 grams of peanut butter. And then I mix that in and that's a really good treat. And then for dinner, I have eight egg whites, 180 grams of oats. And then I put a uh, crystal light packet in there to add some flavor. And then I actually have like muffins to round out the macros. And then uh, depending on what I, what my macros are, it, there might be some adjustments in there a little bit. Uh, then I also have the meal delivery service meal. I believe I forgot to mention this. I have the meal delivery service meal for lunch as well. So like I literally have like the same thing every day. So it makes it super simple. Another thing that I have is I have a coach myself. So I don't have to think about, do I need to make an adjustment this week? I just know that I'm checking in with her every single Monday. So when I check in with her, uh, she tells me, do I need to make any adjustments or do I need to keep everything the same? Like it automates it from the standpoint of, I don't have to think every week whether I need to make adjustments to my nutrition. Someone just does it for me. Even though, you know, I quote unquote, know what I need to do. I like having accountability myself or like having someone else give me the process. So I don't have to think about it or do it myself. So that's why I personally have a coach uh, who helps me with my nutrition as well. And then what I do is I have meals that are pretty simple to make. So like I used to spend like four hours on a Sunday. Honestly, sometimes it's probably even longer, like, you know, putting every single thing in Tupperware, you know, eight ounces of sweet potato, you know, six ounces of 93, seven ground beef, have seven, you know, have like uh, 21 different meals already prepared. And now I don't do that. And I'm still able to hit things because I do a meal delivery service meal. So I order those every two weeks and then I order 14 meals. So I do two meals a day. And, you know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, that sounds like it's a lot of money. But in reality, like we waste money and spend money on so many things we don't need. I choose to, to spend money on that to make it easier for myself to be healthy in my nutrition and don't spend a lot of money on a lot of wasteful things. So that's personally what I choose. Then the, the next thing is I have like my carbs as like things that I don't really need to prepare. So like the oats, all I have to do is just pour them into a bowl and heat them up. It doesn't take that long to prepare. Uh, for the Greek yogurt, I just take it right out of the container and, and uh, eat it. And then the peanut butter, just take it right out of the container. And then uh, for you know the protein shake, just take it right out of the, the package, the, the protein powder. And then you know the rice, it's like a sticky white rice bowl that I get from Costco. So you know it's like already pre-made. So I get things that are like already pre-made, or I'll use like microwavable rice or things like that instead of stuff I have to like heat and heat up and cook, or sometimes I'll do beans, you know, things like that that are carbs and protein that are super simple to make. And then with the meal delivery service meals, all I have to do is literally pop them in the microwave, heat them up. Sometimes they're frozen. So it just takes a little bit longer to heat up. And then I just eat them right there. So I'm not doing like a lot of like planning and preparation. I'm just making it 
uh, each day. So my meal prep time is very minimal, even though I do have a decent amount of food that I eat in a day. So automating my nutrition is super important. Another thing is I track all of my food. So I track all of my food every single day to make sure that I'm hitting my targets, even though I do eat the same thing every day. To me, I put way too much time and effort in this to not track. Like I know a lot of people out there who are like, oh, I'm too busy to track. Oh, it's going to be so hard. If you really are feel like you're that busy, why do you want to leave your results to chance? Like the best way is to actually track your food because you can just eat quote unquote healthy and maybe it'll work, maybe it won't, you still might be eating too much. So why would you want to leave it to chance? Just track. It's not like everyone who's inside our program, inside the Total Life Fitness Academy, says that's the one of the most valuable things that they do is they track their food because they didn't realize how much they were actually eating. I remember uh, one of our members, Nick, who you know dropped about 40 pounds, um, he said, you know, he was like working out five, six days a week. You know, he was eating healthy, healthy foods. And he's like, why am I not dropping weight? I feel like for all the effort I'm putting in, I should be eating better results. And when he started tracking, he's like, oh, I didn't realize I was having a, a spoonful of peanut butter here or a you know, hand of a handful of trail mix or nuts here. And those calories were really adding up. It's just like with your money, with your, your budget, you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not like, no one actually thinks they're spending that much money. When you actually look at it, you probably are spending more than you think. You're like, oh, yeah, I forget, I forgot about that expense this month. But, oh, that's not a normal month. Oh, yeah, well, my my tire, you know, my car broke down this month. Oh, but that's not a normal month. Yeah, it is. There's always something that comes up every single month. And you should plan for it. And you're always probably spending more money than you think. Just like you're always probably eating more than you think. If you're not getting the results that you want. You're not in a calorie deficit. So I personally choose to track my food so that's how i automate my nutrition i have a coach who tells me what to do i eat the same thing every day and i prep foods that are super simple to make and then i track them workouts so right now i'm doing two upper and two lower workouts so I'll do, you know, Monday lower body, Tuesday upper body, Wednesday I do off and I just work on hitting step targets on certain days. Um, earlier this year, actually, to be completely transparent, I'd never tracked my own steps before. And I remember the first day that I tracked my steps on the Fitbit Versa that I got, I was at, it was like 7.30 PM and I was only at 3,800 steps. And I was like, holy cow, I'm not moving at all. <laughs> And, you know, I always was telling other people, oh, hit eight, 10,000 steps. And I'm like, here I am getting like 4,000 steps a day. So, you know, now I, I hit more steps than today. And to be honest, like I'm not always perfect with it. Like yesterday, I think I only hit 6,000 steps. Whereas most days I hit at least 8,000 steps. That's my, my goal and my target right now. So then Thursday, I do lower body. And then Friday, I do upper body. And then the weekends, I don't train. I remember I used to train on Saturdays. And then it's just like, we always have something going on on Saturday. So if I just want to guarantee that I'll be able to get it in, it's going to be easier during the week. And I do Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So I have a couple off days between training each body part. So again, with my workouts, I always do them earlier in the day. Uh, either first thing in the morning or right after the kids get done getting ready before I get into my workday. 
The reason why I do that is because it makes it so much easier uh, because inevitably something's going to come up later in the day. I remember I used to, when I was younger, work out at night and I thought I'm not a morning person. You know, I can't work out in the morning. It's going to be too hard. And then I just became a morning person. I forced myself to become a morning person. And I just posted this on my, uh, my Facebook and Instagram stories yesterday where I hear so many people say like, well, I'm not a morning person. You know, I can't do it. And I think it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy. If we think we can't do something, just like I was talking about before, then we're not going to be able to do it because we've told ourselves we can't. So if you say you don't have time to work out, yet you're waking up at 6.30 or 7, then you do have time to work out. You just need to get up earlier. You just need to go to bed earlier. You don't need eight hours of sleep. Get seven hours of sleep. You'll probably be fine. So working out earlier in the morning is a good thing for most people who are probably busier. Now, with that being said, I do know some people who work out at night, who do have kids, who do have work full-time, travel, whatever, and they're able to do it consistently, and it works for them. By all means, if it works for you, keep doing it that way. I would say from my experience, those types of people are in the minority. In general, the majority of people I know who are successful with working out consistently, who have kids, who work full-time, that is what they do is they work out earlier in the day, and that allows them to be more successful. So these are just reviewing, like these are some things that, you know, in the last couple of weeks I've really worked on. Um, now having three kids and, you know, ask me again in a month or two, I may have a, a different answer for how I'm doing things. But the principles are, number one, I know my priorities. For me, they are my personal fitness routines. They are my business and helping our clients. And they are my family. And those are my top three priorities. You know, not necessarily in any order, but those are my top three priorities. So anything else that's asked of me right now that's reoccurring in nature is a no for now. Not necessarily a no forever, but a no for now. Number two is I have the right mindset, is that I'm not a victim. I am in control. I'm going to do what it takes to be successful, not just what I feel like doing. Your goals don't care about how you feel. Let me say that again. Your goals don't care how you feel. All they care about is whether the work gets done. All your goals care about is whether the work gets done. And then I have discipline around that. Again, I'm always working on improving my discipline as well. Can always get better. Uh, automating my nutrition. I have a coach. I eat about the same thing every day. I track my food. And I have foods and meals that are simple to prepare. And then I work out four days a week earlier in the day. So that's just what's been helpful for me. Maybe none of this will be helpful for you. Uh, I just want to share what's working for me right now uh, as we transition and get used to having three kids now. And again, you know, I, I may do another episode here in a few months and have a completely different idea of what I need to do, but I will adapt and figure it out and then share my journey with you. So if you're watching this uh, on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on podcast, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star rating and review. The reason why I ask that is because that is literally how we grow. So if you found this message valuable, uh, please, please take the, the 20 seconds it takes 
uh, you just go to our page and rate and review. And if you want to find out more about us, uh, we have a free Facebook group you can join. You can get access to over 100 protein snack and shake recipes for free just by joining. Uh, we have a healthy dining out guide. We have lots of trainings and other resources in there as well. Uh, make sure to check that out in the show notes. Until next time, peace. Thanks so much for listening to the show. And if you found this content valuable, you can connect with me by joining my free men's fitness and health Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash groups slash men's fitness and health. It's linked in the show notes. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating and review so our show can grow and reach more people. Talk soon.